The following program is pre-recorded. Opinions expressed may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Welcome to Life in Colorado. Hello, I'm your host, Luis Gonzalez. Cancer is a group of diseases characterized by the uncontrolled growth and spread of abnormal cells that can result in death if not treated. Although the causes of cancer development are not completely understood, numerous factors are known to increase risk, including many that are potentially modifiable, tobacco use and excess body weight, and others that are not, inherited genetic mutations, for example. These risk factors may act simultaneously or in sequence to initiate and or promote cancer growth. And more than 18 million Americans with a history of invasive cancer were alive on January 1st of 2022, most of whom were diagnosed many years ago and have no current evidence of the disease. Cancer-related costs to patients are estimated at $21.1 billion, including $16.2 billion in total out-of-pocket costs and $4.9 billion in patient time costs. Uh, that includes travel to and from treatment and waiting for and receiving care. A lack of health insurance coverage is strongly associated with medical financial hardship and prevents many people from receiving optimal cancer care across the continuum from prevention to early detection and treatment. The person that I have on today is really trying to help with all that. I would like to introduce you to the executive director of the Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation, Audra Fleming. Audra, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm thrilled to be here and um, to be able to speak with you. Absolutely. I am very interested in hearing about your organization and what it does, and hopefully our listeners can help as well. So, Audra, tell me a little bit more about yourself and how you came to the Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation. Well, I am. I have been with Ray of Hope for four years now. Um, I came here from uh, being with the American Diabetes Association for over 13 years, overseeing the country, really, and the staff uh, helping support them in uh, raising awareness and funds for their mission. But I knew it was time for me to, to go move on after my father was diagnosed with uh, cancer, and I really wanted to put my nonprofit experience to something that was near and dear to my heart and, and affected my family. I lost my mother to breast cancer 12 years ago. And as I stated, uh, then my father was diagnosed with cancer, with lung cancer. He lost his battle two years ago. So it's very personal to me. I've seen what cancer does to not only the patients, but the entire family right. um, in the community. So that is why I am here. So can you tell us more about the foundation and its mission? I know there's an interesting yes. story behind it as well. Yes, very um, interesting and, and moving. So uh, Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation, we just celebrated our 20-year anniversary uh, last year. Congrats. Uh, the foundation was created in 2002 by Dr. Schreier after dealing with a patient named Raymond Wentz. So the foundation itself is meant to support cancer patients and their families by providing financial assistance right. um, to those individuals while they're going through active cancer treatment. So the cancer treatment itself, to what you were stating before, 
Um, it's called financial toxicity, mm. um, and it is known and prevalent uh, for cancer patients uh, because of the astronomical cost of treatment. And on top of that, cancer is one of the longest diseases that someone can have, meaning that even after you go through treatment, it goes for the rest of your life because you're continually getting tested. A lot of times it comes back. The costs of the medication and chemo um, are astronomical. So financial toxicity um, has come about from that, meaning that uh, your expenses to deal with a disease far outweigh what your income is and your ability to really have your essential needs met. Um, so Ray of Hope each month provides 60 grants to cancer patients. Those grants are uh, in the form of a check that's given directly to the patient. Um, Our biggest thing that we stand on here at Ray of Hope is that we want to make sure that everyone is treated with dignity and humanity. And by that, we mean that that check is written out directly to the patient so that they choose where they need to use those funds at that very moment in time. So, you know, we don't write a check to the Excel. Um, we don't write a check to their landlord um, for them. We want them to feel that, you know, they need these funds. They know where they need them the most, um, and they can use those. If you do receive a grant from Ray of Hope, we also make our program equitable. Okay. So um, a grant from Ray of Hope is $750. All right. And then to make it equitable, if you qualify as low income, we also provide a subsidy to that grant. Um, and okay. so we have $15,000 a month for the subsidy grant, mm-hmm. and that is divided equally amongst those individuals that qualify as low income that month. Okay. So it typically ranges between 250 to $300. So mm-hmm. those individuals would receive a check of a uh, $1,000. So if you can imagine what that would do for someone who is unable to work right. um, because of getting cancer treatment, um, unable to get to their appointments because they don't have uh, money for gas or transportation, and really looking for support for food on the table while mm-hmm. while they're getting treatment. How would one actually reach out to Ray of Hope? So we work directly with all healthcare facilities throughout the state of Colorado. Um, and what that means is when you do go in for um, your treatment for cancer and, and determining what that plan is, right. those facilities have individuals that are called social workers or okay. patient navigators. So they meet with those individuals and, and discuss with them not only what the treatment plan is, but what does that mean to them, to their finances, to their family, to their work. And the social workers, uh, these medical social workers, will help them fill out our application. It is online um, on our website, but the first portion of that application does have to be filled out by a medical professional, Mm. um, which is why we say, you know, if it's your doctor, your nurse, just ask them. They know who we are. They know our application we make it incredibly easy um, for for them to fill it out online and with their patient navigator. Mm-hmm. Um, we will also help them. Um, we have a fluent Spanish-speaking program officer, and so we are here to support those patients in making sure they get that filled out. And then our applications are reviewed, as I said, each month 
So the second and third week of the month, they're reviewed by our grants committee. And then we distribute the checks on the fourth week of every month. So, you know, as I say, our uh, impact is local. Mm -hmm. All the funds stay here in Colorado and go to Colorado cancer patients. um, And the impact is immediate. You know, organizations, you might wait three to six months to even hear back or to know if you've qualified for assistance. So it's one of the things that we're very proud of is that it it is an immediate impact for a patient uh, once we get an application. I'm here speaking with Audra Fleming, Executive Director for the Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation. So, Audra, can you share some success stories of individuals or families that the foundation has helped? Absolutely. So a really moving story is someone who is actually on our board now. Oh. Uh, So... This individual, her name is Sarah DeHart, and she is very excited to be on our board and thrilled to share her story. Sure. Um, so Sarah was diagnosed with breast cancer. This was six years ago. She was the primary breadwinner in her in her household. Right. She had applied for a bunch of uh, grants or assistance through mm-hmm. organizations in Colorado including Ray of Hope, and uh, she received support from us within, uh, I believe it was about two weeks of her filling out that application. Because of that, she saved her home. Um, She was not going to be able to pay her mortgage, and they were going to um, start foreclosure on that. And Mm. so she was able to pay her mortgage, um, keep her family in their home, and follow with her treatment. And she is now cancer-free um, and is, as I said, wanted to give back and, and let people know how how much of an impact the organization has. And so she joined us as a board member and to also represent individuals who have cancer so that we can continually improve what we do and, and focus on the patient's needs and, and where their struggles are at. So, Andra, what are uh, some of the biggest challenges that cancer patients in Colorado face, particularly those in need? So, right now, um, you know, I'm sad to say that the need has increased twofold for mm. us. Uh, we have seen an increase in applications this year by 30%. Wow. Okay. Uh, and a lot of that it has to do with COVID and the economy. So when COVID happened and, and everything shut down, sure. that meant the healthcare facilities stopped services unless you were in a life-threatening situation. So people that um, would have gone in for testing had to wait. Wow. People that were at a lower stage in their cancer, so maybe stage one, right? Um, you know, services were backed up and they couldn't get in, and so that effect is going to, we're going to feel that effect for, you know, mm. as I talked to the healthcare agencies for at least three to four years. Yeah. And what's happened is people are being diagnosed at later stages of cancer because mm. of those delays. Right. Um, and then on top of that, you add in, as we've all talked about these days, the insurance and, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical and the healthcare facilities and, and really all those costs that the patients are incurring and, and trying to navigate that system has become a real issue for patients. And so it's another reason we work so closely with those healthcare facilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we're really trying to streamline services for patients so that they do not feel like they have to make a choice between getting cancer treatment right. 
or staying in their home. Um, and that's really what we're seeing is just an increase in the need of individuals to not have to make a choice between getting medical treatment and having their essential needs met. Absolutely. So, Audra, could you tell us about some of the programs that the foundation offers? Yes. So, from the from the beginning, uh, our program has been the uh, essential needs grant program that I've been uh, discussing with you. Um, and then, you know, when I came on um, from my own personal experience, and then meeting with um, the patients and the people we serve, the mental health part of mm. having cancer and cancer in your family right. is debilitating, um, and it really changes who you are as a person and changes your family. Um, and so it was imperative to me that we looked into mental health support as well. Mm-hmm. We launched our mental health support system in 2022. And not only does our website provide patients, facilities, family members with vetted therapists that specialize in oncology, um, psychology, grief and loss, terminal disease, health disparities. Um, They are there. We put on our site, you know, what insurance they take, if they take Medicare, Medicaid, and they will hold spots for our patients. Okay. The most rewarding thing, though, is we have had incredible support from the community and corporate supporters to where Ray of Hope is able to support 125 individuals each year, and that means paying for up to eight sessions with a specialized Mm. uh, therapist. And this program is actually the first of its kind in Colorado because, as I mentioned, my own personal experience, we wanted to make sure it's not just for cancer patients. So this is if you've lost a loved one to cancer, if you are in the midst of taking care of a family member or you are just caregiver of someone with cancer, all of those individuals qualify. So if you've experienced the loss of a child, a parent, a friend, um, and you are struggling to get through that, we will cover up to eight sessions with a mental health support um, person to help you start down that journey and take away the barriers that people experience to mental health. That's incredible, and I'm sure uh, they appreciate it. So, Andre, why don't you tell the listeners out there who are just fascinated by what you're talking about how they can help, either volunteer or perhaps donate money? Yes. We're, of course, always always looking to garner support from the community and from corporations and having individuals that can help us as volunteers. We have four events that we put on through the year that help raise funds. Okay. Um, and those events uh, typically uh, take place very close together. Um, we have uh, our gala that is coming up that is always in October. Okay. You know, always look for support for people to help help us get people checked in, help us in just in the planning in general, sure. in, in collecting uh, items for our auction. Um, and so those opportunities are available, and they can reach out to us um, through our website um, at our info at rayofhopecolorado.org. But, of course, the donations matter. And I think what makes us, um, really, really amazing and a standout organization is that, as I stated, 
We are a local nonprofit. All the funds we raise stay in Colorado. They go to Colorado cancer patients and support their families. And on top of that, we, you know, as I say, we're lean and mean. We have three staff people and we raise uh, over a million dollars. And so 80% of the dollar goes directly back to the patients. Um, And so I think that it's really important for people to know that, you know, their funds are really affecting cancer patients. And as I said, immediately, Um, since our program is a monthly program, um, those funds, I always say, they come in and they go right back out. I think that makes it really exciting for me to be able to tell people that you truly can say you have had an impact on a person's life here in Colorado. Well, speaking of that, Audra, how does the foundation ensure transparency and accountability in its operations? We do an annual audit um, every single year mm-hmm. um, and um, just to and of course your audits and your 990s are public um, and so those are always available for anyone um, that wants to check that out but for us in addition to that we make sure that dealing with our corporate uh, supporters and our donors that we provide the information to you on how those funds were used. You know, last year we supported just over, just about 950 cancer patients throughout the state, and we provided over $650,000 in financial support to those patients. We are always providing those impact numbers and are very um, open and and willing to to provide that to any donor um, that, that chooses to support us. Um, and again, you know, the healthcare facilities are also ones that support us because of that right. and because of our longstanding um, and, and transparency to what we do with our mission. What are some of the greatest needs and priorities for the foundation moving forward? You know, as I stated, um, you know, we are not seeing a decrease in the need. Uh, the need is, is growing exponentially. Mm. And so for us, the more funds we raise, I truly can say the more patients we can help. Um, And so, you know, we really, we hate to have to turn people away. Um, But right now we have the ability, as I stated, to provide up to 60 grants a month. Mm -hmm. This month alone, in the month of um, September, we've received 130 applications. Mm. So um, as you can see, that is really where our need is, is to meet the patients where they're at. And patients are needing that support while they're in treatment. So really working to, you know, be able to to, to help them, even if it's just through the subsidy, um, which would be an, a, a huge thing for us to grow that portion of it because so mm-hmm. many of the applicants we have qualify as low income um, at this time while they're receiving treatment. And uh, even just getting a $300 check in their hand can be life-changing for them at that moment. You know, that's really where our support lies. And I know a lot of organizations will focus on make a donation, make a donation. But I truly can say those donations go right back to the patients. We don't have a marketing department. We don't have an Mm. IT department. We do just focus on getting those grants out on a monthly basis. I'm speaking with Audra Fleming, Executive Director for the Ray of Hope 
sorry, Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation. So, Audra, what is the long-term vision for the foundation's future? The long-term vision is to grow the program. We have just increased um, the grant amount. In the past, it was 500, mm-hmm. but we were um, able to raise that to 750 for the essential needs grant. But as I stated, our goal is to really work at increasing the subsidy uh, portion of our program Mm. so that those people who are in the most dire need have the ability to sustain themselves while they're in treatment. Meaning if we could give them 1500, um, I really can tell you that would impact a cancer patient's life. Um, tremendously Mm. allowing them to not have to worry um, about how they're going to pay for those needs. Um, And so our, our goals are to grow that portion of it and then really, really support the mental health side of things Um, for patients and, and family members. As I stated, cancer is a lifelong diagnosis. Um, You have to continually for the rest of your life. Uh, go in and, and get tested, and, and you know, even when you're cancer-free, uh, you got to go in and you got to take medications and you got to do all of that. And the effect that that has on your mental state and your marriages and your children and your, you know, your family as a whole is something that hasn't been been something that we've been able as a society to have a focus on until recently. I right. think is where the mental health how important that is for people is really coming to light. And for us to be able to be, you know, leading the way on that kind of support is something that we feel can only grow. And if we can collaborate with other organizations and businesses and especially employers Mm. to help them understand how this could impact them as well, because you're, your employees go out on medical leave and they're going to go out on mental health leave. And how can we work together to support that and, and, you know, kind of complete the circle of health as we call it for a cancer patient um, so that they feel they're fully um, supported and that their organizations are vested in, in keeping them healthy and keeping their families um, supported. Absolutely. So, Audra, we're coming up on time. Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about the foundation and its work? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, Ray of Hope is here, and, and while I've, I've focused a lot on our needs, the other thing that we really want people to know is that we need their help in getting the word out, mm. um, especially outside of the Denver metro area. Right. Um, so if you're hearing this and, and you say, I can't do this or I don't know if I want to do that, just tell people about us so that cancer patients know they have a first step in contacting us. We are here to help. We can help them on this journey. And so getting the word out about our foundation, what we do, and how we support cancer patients is probably the most critical piece of all of this. Um, we we know the need is there, but like I said, outside of Denver metro area especially, um, you know, people knowing that there are support systems there for them and that um, 
you know, it just takes a phone call um, or pass our website on. And if your family or you have experienced cancer and, and on the mental health side of things, please reach out to us. Um, we, we just want to grow as a foundation in, you know, our outreach. And, and that only happens from word of mouth and from the community, um, letting people know that we're here and, and we're here to support them. Absolutely. And Andra, why don't you go ahead and uh, give out that website address again? Yes, it is rayofhopecolorado.org. And we, you have the ability to, um, you know, as I said, email us at info at rayofhopecolorado.org if you are interested in volunteer opportunities, maybe thinking about joining our board or, or having your organization become more involved in this um, Colorado-based nonprofit. Um, and also all of our applications, so our essential needs application is under the programs tab on our uh, website. Um, and one thing I just want to emphasize that I, um, I don't think I have is that what also makes Ray of Hope unique is we support all cancer patients. It does not matter what kind of cancer you have. And I always tell people pediatric to geriatric, it does not matter your age, the type of cancer you have, even your legal status in this um, country. We support all people in Colorado that have cancer. Um, and so um, those applications and, and the information about the mental health program and the essential needs program are under that tab on our website as well. All right. I want to thank Andra Fleming uh, from the Ray of Hope Cancer Foundation for talking to me and for being a part of Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687 or email us at lifeincolorado at salemdenver.com. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.